0: Welcome back to another episode of like Dragon Like Sun. My name is Jay Outway, and I'm Jack Otway. and uh, this is a and d podcast talking all things dungeons and dragons usually fifth edition but sometimes
1: we like to throw it in with a little bit of the old sure uh if you hadn't picked up on it we're a father-son team um yeah. he's a dragon and uh, i'm the son yeah uh i would you know i always think of myself as puff the dragon but and it also makes you terribly sad whenever yeah.
0: you think of that yeah um and you know what else is sad death yeah yeah we're gonna talk character death but death and it's it's something but it doesn't have to be
1: as sad yeah. as you think it does
0: totally it, it's something that can be crushing and almost a little traumatizing especially when you're not ready for your character to go and something you know goes bad with the roles and the, the luck or the natural environment it doesn't quite go the way you want it to and hopefully it's not a dm being a, a jerk like the old osr days yeah
1: um but it's it well and, you know those days even weren't as that bad because although we never had the concept of a session zero, there was a general expectation that, you know, you could be killed at any time. Right. And I think, I think, depending what kind of D&D game you are playing, um, if you're playing a longer campaign, you know, you probably have discussed death with your DM in the first session. I hope you have, maybe. Mm -hmm. If you're a DM, discuss it with your players. I hope you've got a plan for it. um you know some games people like to play you know death is death your character's gone and you you roll up another one um and that's that's cool um sometimes we play where you know there's raised dead ability you know facilities nearby and they just gotta drag your body back and you know trade in a bunch of the treasure that you've been accumulating and maybe some of your items and things get sold off or whatever and your character gets brought back exactly and uh and it's a setback but it's not necessarily the worst set and maybe for a couple sessions in between here and then you get to play a fun little weaker dude yeah we we throw a sidekick into it and you get to play somebody else you know for a couple sessions so you're not bored at the table and then your terrible secret is is that you like your sidekick way more than you like your original character um yeah so, you know, I think we've talked before about how you can't really break D&D, but you can break players. Mm. And the most important thing that happens during character death here is that we are very very aware and sensitive to how the players are taking it at the table. And let me i mean be upfront. it's usually not good
0: it's i mean i've been at the receiving and the dealing end of of the sword and it's never really fun i usually either feel really bad that things didn't go well and kind of got to put up a face of that's the harsh reality of it and but you know then talk with the plan be like i'm so sorry you know or that's not how i thought it would go or um and or the on the other way i mean i feel like either um Sometimes I'm like, oh, that, you know, caught me out of nowhere. I'm almost like, oh, you know, sweating in my seat. But um, in the end, I, I think it, it kind of boils down to a frustration with um, not feeling like it was meaningful, you know, or not feeling like there was any really good story beat there. Yeah. And I think that kind of is the thing that really was like kind of bugging me, but I didn't know how to like what was bugging me with like D&D. Because I feel like I like I was like, all right, this is a, a game where I'm going to tell a story with my friends. And, and there's and all these great parts sure. that look like conventional stories. And it doesn't need to be a conventional story. And we've story, got all these but... fights.
1: And these fights only are fun if we truly think that our character is risking something being in them. Totally. So Again, life doesn't need to be the risk every time. No, I And mean, we've but, talked about this in another episode
0: on absolutely, combat. Absolutely.
1: But, you know, so, you know, the, the death thing kind of needs to be there a little mm. bit. But then when you are... You know, we we, most of us find that, you know, it's very rare that we end up in a situation that, you know, say our characters dropped to zero hit points. Um, you know, maybe we failed a death save, um, before, you know, somebody in the party hits us with a healing word or a healing potion, or we get lucky and we roll a twenty and we're back on our feet, or somebody's got a healing kit and has stabilized us or just made a really good medicine check, or there's a number of ways that we're not out, right? And we're down, we're out of the fight. You know, and that kind of sucked that I got this, you know, into this sort of pick, pickle. Um, but it's okay, right? My character will be, they'll get them back on this, you know, their feet and, and, and you know, we'll go on with the story. Um, but I agree, you know, you know, we're talking about this and I don't want that any character of mine or any character I'm playing with to just end up in a situation like that where it's it's just died because of really bad luck or miscommunication and things kind of
0: escalating or combats maybe not being balanced as we thought we were and now we're being steamrolled and usually it's like kind of like a shame because the dm maybe feels it's not challenging but then it's a really a shame when something is too challenging and, um, and, and so I usually tend to lean on the other side, yeah. just because f- I I'm afraid to kill one of my players as a DM. Right?
1: Well, you know the 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 dice the dice tell a different story sometimes, and that's okay. And mm. you know sometimes the balance is a little out. And like I said there's enough checks built into the the way death rolls work, and the number of turns and things that you know going on in there before you're dead, dead. That you know, and even then, like I said, you've got you've got revivifies and raise deads. So there's options beyond death often as well. Um, if those are allowed yeah. in the game and, and they could be, should be in my game for sure. Like I, well, because again, we want to, we can make it an interesting way to sort of, you know, do a sub sub quest or like a little mm. bend in the narrative somehow or whatever. Well, I um, mean, but you know, yeah. they, and the other thing is, you know, love, I hear a lot of people say is that, you know, the, you know, deaths happen because players make bad choices. It's that's not, not true. That's not really the case. No, That's not often true at all. Um, and sometimes players are taking risks, like they're taking creative role play, interesting story chances at the table, mm. which instead of being rewarded, then end up becoming punished. And that's terrible, right? Like that goes against, especially if you're trying to get new players who are, you know, into this game to sort of, to do those sorts of things, to to be more involved in the hmm. storytelling and building it up. Um, if suddenly they think, well, last time I took a chance, I got the whole party killed. Oh, that's
0: bad. If it's everyone else as well, oof. I mean, I I play with some people who would be just crushed with that thought. That they ruined the game for other people because they wanted to trust me. creative. I mean that's that's like that's bad. That's yeah. like
1: okay, what what are we doing here? Well, and this How, is what's and this wrong? is just it. Like it's as I've done recently as a player, walked away from a feeling of like, oh man, did I just get everybody killed? That's and terrible. It, it's it hurts. I mean, it's worse than being a DM, and, and you know, from that side of things, you can really can say to yourself, yeah, I got everybody killed because I had total control. I could. As a DM, I can stop the madness at any time. I can rewind it if I, I can, want to. I can I can adjust things. I can... Yeah, there's a lot I can do. Not to say that we should or... or oh, again, I think if, we if definitely TPKs should. If happen,
0: I think that being... The the main, first thing to do before you go doing something, because I, I know there's people who are... Definitely, like, there's a philosophy that, like, death is kind of final and we've kind of got to do with it. And, and there's... Um, I get that. I, I agree I get with that, that at times, but I think really... As almost we see with every story on like problems in D and D, it comes down to the communication, right? Yeah. Before, when it's happening, and after it's happening, sure. Communication is really key. Uh, I mean, we're gonna talk about mechanics to make death maybe either a little bit more meaningful. Um, sure. But even if we're not playing with that, considering as a DM, all right, we're gonna play kind of a, a game where death is, of course, you know, an option. We're we're tolerating it, but there's revivifying. We're gonna make that. Plots of the parts of the story, you know, times where death would happen. I'll be maybe a little bit more lenient to the players because it's it's thrilling and exciting, but I don't want it to be a sad night for anyone. We're here to have fun. Yeah. And dying is not fun. I mean well, for me, unless you're yeah. I don't know, some people get a kick out of dying, but
1: well, again, I think this is the this is the whole thing is, in is it that, meaningful. Does in it that, that feel moment. Cool? Has does your character have a chance to make it into something that is is great for the table it's great for them mm. is you know the the classic one would be you know the 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 sort of wizardy gandalf sort of thing you know the run you fools and everybody else takes off all that one you know pc you know takes himself and the balrog out uh while the rest of the party gets away and you sort of fall and the dm can describe the you know two of you battling it out as you disappear into the darkness and then yeah later you can bring that character back magically somehow if you want or whatever or that's or, you, it. or the, just that's it but it doesn't matter like at that moment the story-wise at the table especially if the player was part of it like had agency in saying yeah this, so cool. this is yeah. how we're gonna go baby that's great and you can walk away from a character like that thinking oh yeah they ended spectacularly. That mm. was great, and rather that was than, scary. Rather, that than was cool. that rather than cool, I felt than, oh yeah, it, you know, I this thing critted on me, and then the next one after that also critted on me, and, and then I rolled in that one of my death saves. Yeah, exactly, and then, and then, and then an I, area of an effect thing just took me killed out, killed me out, and I'm like, in, ugh, you know, like how lame. And you're like, what the hell? I didn't do anything wrong, and it, here I am dead, and mm. uh you know that was dumb. Yeah. Um, Am I rolling up a new character? Really? Like, ouch. Yeah. I mean, there's an excitement in rolling a new character, but there's always such a tragedy in losing okay, a isn't, character. There isn't. Like, if you have just invested in a new campaign, mm. you're super excited, you've been playing maybe for three weeks, four weeks, something, you've got a mini made maybe for it, custom mini, you've got some artwork, you've like, invested, the party's going great, and then suddenly just from random death out of nowhere it takes you out. That's brutal. Like You feel like, I've invested in this. Like it, I was yeah. going to play this okay. character for a few months like not a few weeks like right uh,
0: i think what you do at that point is a few
1: years who knows Like is
0: unless the dm has been like all right their death is permanent in this game you go to, to them and you ask all right can we get my character revived i that that didn't sit right with me um i know death happens but i, I want to keep playing this dude somehow can we try and figure this out um and try and get him revived and in the interim maybe i can play another character do and it, if, if, another not, role, if not if not but... just take that that character to another table yeah go find another There's dm your secret. and just yeah. like i mean again many in. of us don't have the luxury to uh, just yeah, find right. another table you're but, absolutely right um in theory if we could just find tables i would love to just find tables <laughs> <from> time <laughs> just, to time just go okay. find another table i'm taking that i'm easy. taking this but, character
1: and i'm going to another table yeah
0: that's the dream but again what can we do to make them feel more meaningful? And we we suggested orchestrating moment, but how do you like
1: so, do that? And you, know? you have an answer to this because I know you've been you and your table has actually worked out some ideas for a new campaign setting, mm. um, Blightheim. Yeah, we might talk about it more in the future. But. And you guys have been working a lot on it. And in it, there's this idea that you call doom, right? Or Rather doomed. than instant death in the moment that it happens
0: a character becomes doomed. And this is inspired greatly by um, a couple of posts I saw on Reddit, as well as my own discussions and table rules and house rules as well that I used to play in my previous campaign. Um, and it sort of culminate, culminated into this idea of I've had to make death feel more meaningful in my D&D stories. Because I feel like when a character dies in good stories, There's a reason behind it. It's not just because, I mean, unless it's some sort of horrific tragedy that has to do with the, you know, futility of life, and at any moment we can be swept away, which is, okay, whatever. If you want to tell that story, that's your story to tell, right? But I wanted to see my players, if they go out, go out in a way that feels meaningful and prepared and not so crushing as, you know, it would be if it's just like, that's it, you know. My hands are are out of this. It's just let the dice see your fate, right? Um, And so the way I've sort of changed the rules around it a little bit is that um, exhaustion is now part of of getting to to the edge of death, right? When someone's at zero hit points, they don't fall unconscious. They don't lose player agency and just have to sit there and see if they live or die. Um, There's no, like, fainting or anyone going unconscious. There's just still fighting but now we're accumulating um, marks of doom right um, or whatever word we'll use for it in the end right whatever feels right for us um, and these essentially these act as our death saves whether it be roles themselves or when you take damage and again when you get enough of these and they start to stack up your character again three is makes sense right yeah um, that your character becomes doomed right Boomed. doomed um, and what doomed means is that your character, in one way or another, is bound to die, right? Uh, we've always had a table rule at my table. Well, not always, but we've recently adopted one on uh, the previous campaign where the DM, or me usually, uh, rolls
1: the death saves in private, right? The player doesn't get to see their death saves. Yeah, which really builds anxiety at a table because instead of the okay well you pass that one so i'll do another attack before i come over to try and stabilize you you really have to like go for every player as soon as they go down to try and make sure they stay up now i had a game where i played a character who was a doctor type medic sort of Mm -hmm. thing and just part of her thing was that she would often put herself at risk um dangerous and anybody went down like her flaw at that point was she was going to go straight to whoever was in need and if that means opportunity attacks on her and all sorts of things she would take it so she would always be running. As soon as somebody went down, she was already on her way. Um, and I would love that about her. It made her—you know—that was her heroic thing. Um, and I, by the way, everybody, the healer's feet. Oh my God, you should get on that. That's so good. Mm. Um, and yeah, you get—you can get people back on their feet with that beautifully. And, and but if you don't know, if you don't know how long they have left to live, uh, it definitely heightens. the The drama yeah Yeah.
0: and that was great for for that campaign but again we were feeling like i mean no one really died because everyone was super powerful and so of course me understanding and learning things from the games i play i'm going to change that a little bit to make it always feel like death is perhaps right around the corner but that it's not just going to leave you feeling dissatisfied with your character that you can't really get anywhere or tell a story i want there to be the tragic gothic weird you know horror or sadness um that our character stories you know we can be happy with a very sad or tragic death and feel like that was a a really like powerful way to go um whether it be sacrificing yourself in martyrdom and heroism or simply being assassinated right I think the thing to do is though once your character again instead of three death saves you die it's three marks of doom omens whatever you want to call it and they're doomed right again i would roll this the way what we're going to run it is i would roll this in private and at the end of the session i would tell the player privately just in a dm you're doomed your character's doomed let's talk about how you want to die how does your character want to die let's process this you know, I know it's it's hard to part with the character, and sitting there and being emotional and hearing them and talking with them and, and showing them that it's okay, and we can try new things and experiment, and the new characters could be cool as well as they start thinking about that. Let's also think about how do we want to send off this character in a way that feels like a powerful, remem- like memorable moment in the campaign. And there you have meaning, and there you have meaning, right? Even if it's sad, or even if it's not a good ending for oh, your character, yeah. it's like i and if feel you can, like if
1: you can work together wow. towards bringing like a tearjerker to the table and or just well, you know many things that it's like no come to tears, but, you know or there's the shock
0: factor yeah, they, like i mean we were discussing the potential options for it but again with what players are comfortable with you know consider introducing your new big bad with a sudden out of nowhere assassinate or seemingly out of nowhere yeah, yeah. assassination right where you, you just can't you do, do that
1: you do that thing where the that you see in like uh, movies all the time, horror movies and things, the one character who says, "Yeah, today's my last day, and after this, it's all retirement. Mm. All we got to do is I, all I got to yeah. do is walk across that bridge, and it's freedom." And then suddenly, out of nowhere, the blade of a massive flaming sword plunges right through the middle of them, cutting them in two. And the rest of the party is like, "What? Oh my god!"
0: Or uh, you could just yeah. be really, like, sad, like, oh, I'm going to send this letter off and, like, then, like, or, again, think about things like critical role moments, you know, and sure. I, I guess, again, skip 20 seconds ahead if you don't want Campaign 3 spoilers, but early on, um, Bertrand Bell dies, uh, and is killed in what seems to be shocking for everyone, but my assumption is that, you know, Matt yeah, planned had that this plan. with Travis, they had that old plan and that, yeah. doesn't that feel like a cool moment? Sure. And the way it was tied into the dream and everything, all right, spoilers over, um, But that kind of thing is the potential of running, you know, meaningful deaths. in this, again, call it doom, call it death, call it whatever, right? I use doom because I feel like it kind of encapsulates the idea and the weight of it, right? Um, While not just referring to it as death. Because thinking characters dead is like kind of final. And a huge issue I have with D&D is how much player agency is removed by every condition and how really you can get into like this sulky you know mood of i'm not doing anything whatever i roll my death save i don't care when really i want it to be you know you stay committed no you're you're not out of this yet you're here and fighting and you don't know either you know where fate is not sealed right you may be doomed but even if you are there's a cool ending there that we can
1: play together and really the only way to fail is to not participate um that's my thought I um, I think that's a really great plan, especially for campaigns where, you know, the the week by week sort of stuff. You're not quite sure, you know, what might or might not happen to people. And let's face it, especially if you're homebrewing stuff, getting balance right and stuff can be tricky from yeah. week to week. And you do your best, but you know sometimes things happen, mm. um, and the dice the dice can be cruel really no oh. uh, and so having a plan mm. for what you're going to do in your game in your world uh is really important uh and i, I sort of to sort of check on a little bit on this stuff i had a little look beyond the sort of regular things i played uh, simply by actually just uh typing death uh into the search of dnd beyond and seeing what kind of came up mm-hmm. and um and it was interesting. I, I came across something, uh, Tales from the Yawning Portal, which I've not really read through I know very about much. It. Is it the one where um, there's like
0: a bar and there's like a big hole? Sure, the it's, it's based it? It's
1: based around uh, Waterdeep and, and things going on. But there's stuff beyond it. So I play, I, my Curse of Strahd starts um, in Daggerford. And this is an interesting story that begins in the Daggerford area as well and daggerford's a little bit south of waterdeep uh it's interesting You're some starting that location realms lore uh, well yeah it's actually kind of the <laughs> interesting enough kind of like the heart of 5e people don't realize yeah. it but anyways so in this story called dead and thay um there's some red wizards and cults and interesting strange things going on and I won't get too into it but one of the things that is provided within the write-up of this module, or this adventure, uh, is what to do with character death. Hmm. And I think it's interesting that some writers, some designers of adventures, go to the effort to think, okay, in this space, when players are playing it, if bad things happen, what kind of options do they have? And this one says, well, you've got a couple. Um, an unusual option apart from you know the the first option might be just you know create a new character who <laughs> joins mm-hmm. the group and here's some ways they could join it but say you don't want to do that it says uh th- this one they said there's soul binding the rebel red wizards can use their mighty magic of the doom vault which traps souls to raise fallen adventurers as soul bound dead if a player chooses the option the dead character returns to play with no changes Siriana warns such characters that soul bound creatures created in this way will die permanently upon leaving the Doom Vault. Furthermore, over the course of many weeks, a character who remains in this state loses any identity, becomes a white under the control of the Red Wizards. To have any hope of exiting the dungeon, the character must end the soul bound condition. Siriana conveys that the Undying Laboratory, Area 31, Allows soul bound characters to transform back to normal, but she lacks the knowledge of how this feat is accomplished. Woohoo, side quest. There's your side quest. Um You know what I mean? Like I, I just I, I read this to you because not because it's, you know, you have to do it exactly that way, but that idea hmm. of like giving your world, the characters in it, the things that are happening, all which are all part of the story, making death Part of that, and it it then only brings you deeper in, maybe you find other souls, you find other things that are going on, and it can make the story more meaningful. Mm. Your death has brought all of the other you know this whole other part of the story uh into into focus that you would have wouldn't have seen or done before, yeah, and I think you know that's that's one more way that you can think of making death more meaningful in your game by having somebody's death actually unlock a special part of the adventure. Totally. That can only be found if somebody dies.
0: I mean, that ultimately feels like, oh, no, I haven't gotten everyone killed. But, oh, no, I've given, oh, yeah, I've given everyone a cool new part of the slice of adventure, right? Yeah. Um,
1: Again, communication is key here. It is. And, look, there is DMs who are like, you know, who, who write in a part of the story where everybody dies, but then, hey, Next thing you know, everybody wakes up and they're in a slightly different body or something like this, but they're the old character. But yet they've got these new stats or things like that and they've got to figure out what's going on and you work your way back. But again, it's essentially the same idea, right? Like you are taking the characters, you're putting them back on the table pretty quickly and you're giving them a new meaningful, hopefully, adventure to like restore um, the world as, as they want it to be sort of thing. and uh, Or at least their characters the way they want them to be.
0: Again, I think there's a DM that would be like, oh, well, I I won't tell them that I'm going to kill them all because the shock value will be the best. Trust me. It's It's not not worth it. It's not 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 worth it. It's not worth the shock value. It's stressful. It's stressful uh, and it's a bad way to start a campaign if you don't tell them. If you don't know that you're going to die. Yeah, um, I mean, a thing... Recently, I've been watching all my friends play some from-software games, which, you know, if you've ever heard of Dark Souls, and all the games open with you being killed and then being reborn, right? It kind of yeah. teaches you the, the mechanics. Have that expectation, you know? There, People go into those games knowing that, one, it's a video game, they're probably going to respawn, but two, if they ever experienced, that their character is going to die right off the bat, and that's just a part of the story, right? Yeah. Let them know that's a part of the story. You can still feel the shock value and, and trust players to role play and care yeah. about something
1: with still knowing they're going to lose, yeah. right? Uh, and, and this may also be part of like the if you are doing a – maybe you're doing more of a, a one-shot or a limited run sort of thing where you're like, okay, we're just going to do this dungeon crawl. It's an incredibly deadly dungeon. We're going old-school Gygaxian traps and all sorts of stuff. Don't invest heavily in character and backstory, yeah honestly just build a dungeon ready uh you know explorer who's got hit points and some abilities and and go go for it and and yeah and don't don't overthink or over worry about it at this point it's going to be really make that the expectation it's going to be more yeah exactly and that's almost more like player puzzle solving right Mm. players sit around figure out how to get past the giant swinging sword blades or whatever um and one of the characters is going to try something and it's going to get them chopped in half oh well um great thing is that you know that 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 character's name was you know steve the next character's name is steven it looks exactly the same except for you know his blonde hair is now brown and you start and it's basically like respawning a little bit. and you can have yeah. a game that is actually a fun night of puzzle solving that is oops you know i'm back at the start of the dungeon now Let's try again yeah, i mean and it's okay if that you want to play that sort of thing where you're just all night long killing players again and again and they're respawning and restarting they can still have a tremendously good time with it but but they're investing in the game differently right they're getting mm-hmm. to the point where they're being able to speed run past all the first problems that they possibly they solve because they know how they work now and they just keep it getting up to the next ones and the next ones until they get them sort of solved and that's a fun type of game but the expectation going into that is very clear you know this is not deep complex you know we're going to build characters and relationships and run this game for the next two years of our lives no It's not going to be like that.
0: Again, different kinds of games. And if you're not a fan of the, you know, herky-jerky kind of weird respawn out of nowhere things, I mean, the main core takeaways is make character creation super quick and accessible. You know, make death, low stakes. It can happen. We got to move on because um, we're trying to just tell this dungeon adventure story change the rules of your world make it so there we don't need to we have some strange story justification or, or delay for a player to get back into the action make it quick again get them back in the action as fast as possible if they want to play the same thing if they want to play something else again if my, my favorite thing i've I've seen i I, or I heard once was that they had they were just dying left and right but that death was almost a reward because yeah. it would be like this um like they'd get like i don't know if it's skull tokens or like death tokens or like learning well one you get kind of information but two they could take you know as a party agree to like use these soul points or whatever like remembrances and like add them to roles and add them to combat sure. and turn it and suddenly this death feels like oh all right on to the next one but you know, the next time we fight, maybe we'll be a little bit more prepared and stronger and ready I, to take remember, it on.
1: I remember watching the Critical Role people play a one-shot, was sort of a high school teenagey thing. It might have been a Valentine's Day thing or something. I can't quite mm. remember, but it had a it was a different game, a different set of rules, mechanics, different DTRPG. Yeah, and uh, but it was there was a clever idea in it. Like the characters, you know, because of kind of the pseudo teenage reality, they could still die, but they didn't really die somehow. But they were dead. And then they were back, and as they came back, they leveled up. I think it was like off of failure you or, get sex- or, speed, or yeah, I, it was something yeah. like that that there was this idea that failure taught you more than success does. And you know there's something that rings very true in life about this idea that if our failures you know are, are what we really, you know what bigger failure than than dying, I suppose, um, whether it was your fault or not. Um, mm. But to come back from that, yeah, a a wiser character, and and even that Lord of the Rings reference I made earlier, you know, you see Gandalf die with the Balrog, and the next time you see him, he's a more powerful wizard. He's different. He's changed. You yeah. Know? Um, and and that could be meaningful as well in the game if you somehow, mm. you know, through death, your character levels up and comes back um, and is different. You know, yeah. and. I don't know, I think it's a cool
0: idea, again, doesn't work with every campaign. Um, another game perhaps reference to pull on here that I used to play a lot is called Hades. And the classic myth of Hades is the underworld sure. and trying to get out. And I think you could play a game that would be really interesting where players, like the whole deal is they're trapped in the underworld and they can die over and over, but it just kind of is a setback towards reaching the gates of getting out of this underworld and out onto the surface world, right? Yeah. And so death is just a minor setback where maybe you're out of the fight um, or do so, you have to do something else. Maybe your soul is now in the, you know, your ghost or whatever haunts the fight um, in a different way, right? But then next long rest, you know, watching in flames as your bones or whatever come back layer by layer, you know, you're eternally bound um, in hell or whatever as you're trying to get out. Whatever you want to flavor it. Imagine the idea that a campaign setting death is not the final thing death is just the expectation it happens almost every combat you know and that the dm isn't afraid to like do a tpk because they know the whole party is just gonna you know respawn you know one layer down or whatever however you want to rule it right and i think you could really explore cool places that we usually don't think of for fantasy settings like we're usually like all oh, the prairies and the pastures and the snowy mountains maybe and the maybe a volcano that would be cool but like nah we're just going all nine layers of bay Tour here you or, know? Or, or or
1: maybe this is also again if players if you set it up in advance but you don't tell them quite how it's gonna how it's gonna go but you say yeah i want to run a campaign where basically, yeah, you guys are fighting your way out of the nine layers of hell. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, first first scene, start TPK. Sure. And you see that, and they all wake up, and they're on a boat crossing the River Styx. Uh, and they're like, oh, crap. And, you know, we're in it now. And then there's that, okay, well. Do you remember how we got down here. How do we get back out? And you like start asking around oh, for no, you've information. Oh, you gotta find your way out. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe some of the characters' backstories know some things about stuff, or there's other people down here that. Well, you yeah, can you hook do up a cool, with or... Like
0: they don't know each other, and they just got into this fight, and suddenly, boom, they're all killed. But as you're going down the river Styx, there's flashes in the in the reflections in the water where everyone sees each other as like fragments of their life before they sure. died and what they had to fight for together to get out. Yeah. Right. And, and suddenly I, you've I got love, like I love a the, party bound by sure. that.
1: I love the 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 idea of everybody dying in the first uh thing but kinda knowing that they're all gonna die in the first thing. That's okay. I'm I'm fine with those sorts of that sort of, you know, caveat. It it's it beats just like, okay, you're all sitting in a tavern. Um, you know what I mean? Like mm. it sort of gets you right into things. Um, but it, you know what I mean? Like, but you're also like, you're not saying to them, you know, <laughs> roll up a new character. That's gotta be the worst. I think part of the character death is that unexpected, like loss of this. I think we love our characters. Don't we? Like there's a, you can become quite attached to a character that you you know that you want to play and you want to be you know doing things like heroic things with it especially if you've got a cool idea that you dreamt dreamt up Um, losing that I think is it it can really hit it can really hurt Uh, it's not the death so much but it's the the sort of finality of this character that you were playing and let's face it our you know our games that we go out to play on a weeknight especially these days you know we're all stressed with life and and then you go and like you're like oh and then tonight i lost something i really love it's tough especially
0: when you're not prepared for it yeah it's brutal that's why you i mean that's why the communication and the the preparing yourself for it is so important right even that Text message when you know there's a doomed system. Hearing your character's doomed is a little bit like wow, you know that's kind of rough. But at least we can. St- I mean, they don't have to die right ne- the next session. They could die a couple sessions down the line, whenever it or ten sessions. It down feels the line. A- again. Yes, who knows? Yeah. The importance of this though is trusting a player not to abuse this essentially immortal status, where their death is confirmed, and so they they can kind of act wildly or throw themselves into danger, knowing that. Tell the player
1: your character doesn't know you're they're doomed. Yeah. you know your character's doomed. And and it, yeah, it takes some mature playing, but it could also still lead to a couple of slightly more heroic moments that way, as yeah. as the character themselves begin to get this sort of sense that um, their days are they if they especially if the characters do at some point somehow ever. I love the idea of there was a oh, sorry I'm waffling here a bit. Okay, so. Uh, there's an old movie called, uh, crawl. I don't know if you ever, if I ever showed Is it you. that the one with like the star? Yeah. It's got a funny little spiky disc thing that, uh, yeah. with blades on it that he can throw and control and move around. Special effects on it are, well, they're 1980s. They're, you know, they're okay. Um, there's a cyclops in it, um, that I quite like, uh, that the cyclops have all sort of seen. Uh, they, they all basically traded their other eye for the ability to know when they were going to die. Mm. And with that, they they recognize that when the quest shows up to call for their their help, that this is it. This is what they're supposed to go and do. And, and it had sort of depth to this quest, right, that this is where I'm supposed to go and give my life. And that there's no other way out of this, like this is my destiny well, now. Oh yeah. I mean and yeah and, and that That's because of that though, the they also then can well. stand up to a number of other sort of forces along the way to sort of think, Yeah, I I'm not meant to die yeah. here. It'll be it'll be later. I'm it's coming for me, but right now I can be of greater help. And I don't know. There's ways you can do this that ties into the story that again it feels more fun and interesting at this table to explore than simply oops. I, I died. Mm. Yeah. Again, the oops, I died is,
0: I mean, good for people who can kind of shrug it off, but for everyone else, it's, uh, you know, it's it's
1: it's hard on the soul and the yeah, heart. And sometimes. And we, and you know, being a good sport matters. You know, it, this yeah. is this is. But we're
0: allowed to feel emotions. Yeah,
1: we too. are. We are definitely are allowed to be upset about it a little bit. Um, but we, you know, this isn't thro- you know, flip the card table over, upset like this isn't right. like storm off in a rage. This isn't um, that you do have to. You do have to take this one like a like a champ. Um, that even if you weren't a champion, in many fighter in, ma- in life, exactly. In many in many many games in real life, uh, pro pro sports and all sorts of places, there's there's people who you know have nights where they win and nights where they lose, and mm. sometimes you know losing really sucks, um, but it's also kind of why we play because you know having that risk and reward balance. Uh, It does matter. But like I said, it's what makes this game is a bit different is the, uh, the people at the table have an ability to soften the blow to somehow make it so that we're not breaking players. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the lovely bit, right? And I think you've almost inspired me for another potential moment. Say a player wants to kind of telegraph their doomed nature go to some sort of card reader, you know, something to predict the future. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to run a see how your death unfolds in front of you, and with a doom system you can kind of do that, right? Yeah. I mean, the specifics are always, you know, D&D's kind of undeterminable, but the idea of being doomed, the <gasps> yeah. player being on board with how they want to go and you telling the party or even just them in a scene where the, everyone else watches even though the par- character might be alone. Where they realize their own death. And the roleplay potential there, if you're a roleplaying kind of table, is huge. And even a non roleplaying t- table will be like, wow, that was, that was like, you know, I mean, understanding the mechanic, they're like, oh damn, they're doomed. But also, that was cool. And it's going to be so satisfying in, in, interesting to see that unfold you know and the inevitability of it and we'll try and stop it but in the end you kind of gotta recognize
1: you can't stop it right and i've i've also had uh, an experience where i've been at a table where some people had been playing a character for a while that they didn't want to play anymore
0: mm. that
1: they honestly maybe they didn't like the build to start with or they were kind of new to it and they feel like they've outgrown it somehow or that it's not especially with new players i've seen this with like a new player
0: will make their first character not really knowing what they want to do but they have kind of like an idea of a cool character and they enjoy it but they see all the other options or they
1: they see some more experienced players join the table and do some things and then they're like i didn't know i could i didn't know i could do do all these things and i'm now i want to do something different or they start watching some let's play Mm. or actual plays on uh uh you know youtube or whatever and then they're like oh, oh okay this doom um, thing a player could approach you and say can my character be doomed
0: yeah exactly. can we give them a but, cool but ending I, like,
1: i've even seen players do this without a doom system to kind of go look is there a way that we can write my character yeah of story? again and you can X either have simply death, just right? like say look uh you know I have this other thing I need to go off and do. I love you guys all very much, you know. I mean we see you in critical role yeah. for goodness we'll, sake. We'll see it. We'll see it down the road somewhere. And you could do it that way as well. Mm. Um or you could do it a bit more heroically. Again, you talk to the DM ahead of time. Um and maybe you should mention it to some of your players, or at least as it's happening, tell them it's okay, don't worry. <laughs> we we planned this. You know, just drop a little like, you know, break break character for a second. If you look if you look around the table again and you think yeah everybody at the table starting to like freak out and lose it. And especially if they're going to try and risk the lives of their characters to save you. Right. Or do something really dumb. That's going to like, if you die, I if you jump, I jump. No, don't, don't. I'm trying to get rid of this character. It's okay. Um, you know, that sort of. Or to have a,
0: like, if you don't want to break immersion so much, have a moment where you can all recognize this is the doom playing its role. Yeah. And yeah. that, I didn't die instantly in that cave back there, but my fate was sealed in those, you know, caves. Yeah. And now this is the way it's it's manifesting, and it's the way I chose. Uh, and so if you go like, ah, my fate, yeah. you know, it's just
1: like a line or a word well, and, or a and kind and of phrase, when and you, you think, think about,
0: oh, I see.
1: Yeah, when you think about it, fantasy tropes, right? Let me I mean, hear your story. How yeah. much, especially in the young adult stuff how much destiny and fate and mm. you know th- th- those themes it's are shame, written but it's huge. it's huge all the time right like mm. you were destined for this and in this case you're destined for death maybe um i suppose we all are inevitably but you know the the idea of you're destined for a heroic death is awesome like that's like that's pretty the cool point of being a hero right yeah yeah it's like Part and, of it. and there's lots of cultures too that are you know we we've seen tropes of you know the honorable honorable deaths, deaths you know i i'd rather die you know with in on the battlefield than in a in a bed you know like that's or yeah or be like you know
0: kill myself before they kill me you know sure. and yeah i don't know or, or again yeah, death before
1: dishonor death before
0: dishonor again th- th- there there's is, so much there, room for this but there is a samurai settings, right?
1: there's a samurai subclass uh yeah, that's a myth well, right. That's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole nother discussion. But I'm just saying, there is a lot of different tropes here around death that could be played up to be way more cool. And and maybe this is just it. Like The first step is doing what we're doing right now. And this really should be maybe much more what Session Zero or even pre-Session Zero, like when you're hanging out with your friends, have talks and discussions about how everybody wants to, to do death, what people like about it, what they don't like about it, how in the game to... Uh, to go about it and then like start pitching ideas around how it could work and then once everybody's got their head around you know the best ways to do death then then suddenly even as a dm like you know you the pressure's off like yeah oh i totally didn't make it a very balanced encounter oh well it's okay it's the story right again being reasonable we we killed two of them but but they they they're go- they'll be fine. It'll yeah. work out. We'll
0: revive them, or we'll do our they, own they, special they system, or because they know, we'll move they know on, what's right? going to happen next. Yeah. That
1: I think the the worst is the idea. Of, okay, I died. So what? what what's going to happen? What do next? I have to make a new character now? Do I leave? Do I, Am I allowed <laughs> to even play with you guys anymore? That's the worst feeling, especially for new players
0: who don't really get it, you yeah. know, or like don't really understand what it like it means to die or lose a character yeah. or like can i only have one or or exactly or, did i fail
1: did i really screw up did i is am i am, death, I, am like I a bad player
0: that bad. That's, that's the worst thing is death meaning that i'm a bad player
1: yeah. death does death mean i i shouldn't be playing D? no
0: not at all not at all and that's the way we've been maybe conditioned to think or we're yeah, yeah. we're in like we are inclined to think the death is failure, and in some ways it can be. But in some ways, with this again doom system or however you want to run it, it could be so much more, right? Yeah. And I think that's the like aspect I want to explore with I, my and next I campaign. Think that's,
1: that's really is. I mean, and for DMs out there who are trying to take their game to the next level, that mm. understanding death and how it's going to work, and not just in your head, but making sure everybody gets it and how to do it really, really well Mm. is going to transform your storytelling. It's going to take it to a whole nother level because the story isn't just about what happens when you're alive, it can be what happens when you're dead. Yeah, and again, there can be post mortem stuff like
0: depending on like I don't know like some spooky campaigns you could come back sure. as like a ghost to haunt them. Oh yeah, Chris Estrade gives you all sorts of great come back as revenant like a, options. Makes some, boom! Now you got a level in warlock,
1: you know, <laughs>
0: and you're like undying patron or I don't know, yeah. however you want to do it. But
1: I I'm, I'd be fine with somebody wanting to play a ghost. I think that's a great idea. I mean, there's um not to, again to go so much into what my know, mercer does. Awakened skeleton. Well, he's got like <laughs> well,
0: that's cool, but um. There's a, a class he, Matt Mercer made, called, I think, Lingering Soul, where you literally just play someone who died, and then their soul is still adventuring beyond their, their body as they refuse to give up. And then some one of the ones that's been codified in yeah. um, D&D Beyond, but it's one that I think is uh, cute to mention in this discussion. Um, I don't know. I think there's lots of options out there. and I'm playing a campaign where I want death to be permanent, yeah. but I want it to be meaningful. Right.
1: I, I, I did something else a little different recently. I uh, so I had a character that died and my next character was came back as a family member, which had been previously alluded to in the storyline. Mm. And
0: uh, that's a fun thing to do as well. And so
1: so yeah, so the backstory doesn't need to be over. Yeah. So it, basically the first character becomes the backstory for the new character. and that's like who's actually super an older cool. character? I mean like and so yeah, so we've got layers of character story. intertwine now and uh, some players at the table when the reveal happens and they figure out who this guy is are gonna i'm hoping uh go oh wow oh wow that's (laughs) kind of tragic (laughs) and cool Mm -hmm. um and so you know like there's ways that maybe you can as a player yeah bring bring more cool moments to the story to the table with your next character as well if they connect back to other parts of the story or other things that are going on Mm. Um, or you can be a big help to your DM who's really been needing to fill a certain gap or hole in their own story. And you'd be like, you know, Hey, what kind of character would really work in your, st- in the you know, mm. how about down the line? Maybe this is a great time, you know, and a great p- opportunity for you to bring more, a, a better story to the table with a new character. So,
0: or again, if you're playing a role play heavy character, I think this is such a good point because sometimes it feels like, Oh, all my backstory I've written or planned or stuff, even with a DM, it's wasted now. Like, that's it the story ends here unless we can find a way with your new character yeah to keep the ball rolling even if it's not a relative we, you, i mean the lazy something thing is, in your in, is my twin identical brother yeah, that yeah. i never knew but if your story one if you say your backstory name, had
1: a, you know, but, had a uh there was a love interest that you know long ago or maybe not that long ago but you uh you know unrequited love or star-crossed lovers or something and you you were banished for falling in love and you always hope to see them again but now you think you never will and then your character dies and then sure enough next episode you show up as that romantic interest who's finally caught or up even, only to find that they're dead it's so romeo and julia well, that one's a bit cliche but you could come back as as the person who's
0: found the love interest after your. Old character and it's like would be a rifle
1: to your old character, <laughs> um, but is now you could do all sorts playable. of things. But the idea of like using that same backstory mm. as then the platform for the next character as well, yeah, or some element of it, or they're a character from that backstory. Yeah, being tasteful with it, and yeah, the story melding um, and not being sure. just the same, but yeah, and, and like I said, the only the only acceptable time where you're you bring back exactly the same character again is if you're doing that, you know, a, a total. OSR style. OSR grinding dungeon, dungeon. that's just going to yeah. meat grinder everybody who yeah. goes into it. If it's just a meat grinder then don't put anything more than meat yeah. sacks into it. No, it's... of course not.
0: Or make silly stories that are like kind of like or, hero... ran... the, the silliness or of if, it is if, how heroic the stat it blocks seems. don't
1: really matter that much just roll it all randomly. Oh yeah, why not? Just hit the there's actually in D&D Beyond a Animized random character run. jet yeah. and you're just like with one click have a character sure. made.
0: Human Rand, like not random level, obviously level you know six. Roll it up, whatever for me. it is. Bang. It'll be bad. It will be not min maxed at all. Who cares? It but will.
1: I'm. I be if, max if min it's, to the opposite. If, it, if it's largely about if those dungeons are largely about players not characters sorting out what the problem is, it won't bloody matter what you yeah. roll. Yeah. Um, and that kind of wraps up our discussion. I think for now, I think so, uh, the only other death thing that came up that I wanted to mention okay. was uh death slots, oh, right, <laughs> they're not really part of what we're talking about, but no, I just thought, oh my, why do we not talk about death slots more next episode, ah. Uh.
0: Full on episode, They're not even on the other slots. suffused just with energy
1: slots. from the negative energy plane. When we did our tour of the planes, did we talk about the negative energy there, plane? There, we did mention the negative energy I'm a, plane. I don't think we visited the negative energy plane very well, much. Well, it's I,
0: just a, it's a negative energy plane. Okay, well, we get in the whole discussion. Of it's what a negative whole other thing because it's not its own plane unless you want it to be. But the negative energy plane is the lower planes, right? Uh, uh, or it's like the manifestation of like the shadow fell, right? Is this negative energy plane. Um, or like generally the negative planes or like the ones that are lower including i think earth and fire of the four elemental
1: ones are wow. negative planes as well um interesting well that's obviously you know really sad and depressing yeah well there's also
0: an equal amount of positive planes if you think about it
1: all that's where all the dogs go when they die yeah they go straight to the Beastlands. Yeah, and if you want to learn
0: more lives. about the Beastlands, you should sure check out our episode on Touring the Outer
1: planes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe that becomes, the, you know, the life after death adventure. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me started on the potential of, like, begin the
0: game and somehow a TPK happens, but you've communicated it and you know what this means. You're escaping and you wake up in the, you know, domain of delight to you know, serve a fae prince in his whims who's captured your fleeting souls and has put you to work. And if you can complete his task in his you know sure. illustrious Japanese-inspired bathhouse, <laughs> uh, you can escape back into the world and your parents will turn back into humans
1: from being pigs. Sounds like a story I've seen somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Off the cuff. All right, folks. Thank you so much for putting up with our ramps and ramblings. I hope that we have given you some ideas and insights on how to take your game to the next level with... Death. Fun, fun yeah. death?
0: Fun death.
1: <laughs> Meaningful Making death. Making death fun. Putting no. the fun back in death. Uh, taking the negative energy out of death. Take, yeah. Uh, Why does death have to be negative you, energy? Screw death slod. We'll be life slots instead. Life slots. Uh, all right. Have a great uh, week, folks. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye.